need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else, you can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Susie One on the World Wide Web. And now, here she is, Dr. Susan Block. Brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners, artists and exhibitionists, voyeurs and connoisseurs, uh, ecosexuals and uh, raw vegan carnivores of flesh. And I need to start again. The power cord. Okay, can you switch the monitor to her? Okay, can we start the music from the beginning now? Are we ready? Okay, and so, yes, it's all part of the plan. Let's roll. Need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone, Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Susie One on the World Wide Web. And now, here she is, Dr. Susan Black. Thank you. 
Brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners, artists and exhibitionists, voyeurs and connoisseurs, epicureans and ethical hedonists and ecosexuals. All you children of sex and we are all children of sex. We may or may not be children of God or Jesus, or uh, Buddha, Brahma, uh, Allah, or Mama, Earth, you know, there's that cult too. Uh, we don't know what we're really children of. We're one thing we are sure of. We are all children of sex with a capital X. Can I hear an amen? Amen. amen. Can I hear an A women? A women. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Susan Block Show, broadcasting live from Bonoboville here uh, at LAX, with a capital X. And, uh, and we are talking about eco-sex tonight. We are going green with sex, which might sound to some of you like um, St. Patty's Day, you know, sex, which a lot of people have, uh, <laughs> the drunkenness. And, uh, or maybe it, it sounds kind of gross, like, you know, gangrene or something. But green sex is good sex. And we're going to find out more about why uh, tonight on the uh, Dr. Susan Block Show. I mean, we're ethical hedonists here, right? We are ethical hedonists. That's, uh, you know, uh, feels good to do good. And it involves taking good care of your body. It involves taking good care of your partner's bodies and the beautiful body of planet Earth. Whether you think it's your mama or your lover. I mean, maybe tonight we're more focused on the lover thing than the mama thing. I don't know. But it, it kind of, you know, uh, goes in and out. But we, <laughs> so to speak. But we, we got to take care of ourselves. And that includes our planet. And so that's uh, one reason that ethical hedonists are ecosexual, you know, uh, maintaining a sex positive attitude while taking responsibility for how our pleasure affects others, you know, um, even indirectly. I mean, some of it is just how it affects me, you and, you know, the other people in your life. And some of it is how it affects the earth, right? The whole big picture. So we're going to talk more about that tonight, and I want to introduce my husband <coughs> and captain and co-host. Good evening, Doctor. And I see you're wearing a blue-green color. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. no, uh, your Venice Beach thing. Oh, yeah. yeah muscle Beach. Got, got green cover up your muscles. Orange. Yes. Mm -hmm. <coughs> so, uh, well, welcome to Saturday Night on well, Dr. Suzy TV. Thank yeah, you very yeah. much. It's a pleasure being here, yeah, of course. Yeah. We're going green. Green. Yeah. yeah. And Cece is here. Aw, Cece Cummins is back, brothers Thanks. and sisters, the raw vegan slave goddess. Did I get all that right? Thank you. I, I, That's just it. It's, it's all of it. It's all of it. And there's a lot of eco-sexuality in there, isn't there? I think with the earthing, exactly. I hold the earthing with CZ retreats down in Mexico, and I teach it on my YouTube channel as well, different techniques. Okay. Well, we're going to talk so more about really your techniques <laughs> of, of getting more eco-sexual. Is that what you would say yes, these are techniques yes, for? Yes, I hope some of yours too. And some of my techniques. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, of course, have plenty of techniques, but you all heard about those. We want to hear about the techniques of the woman who sort of, 
I don't know if she invented the word ecosexual or ecosex, but her book is called Ecosex. And her name is Stephanie Iris Weiss. And is she on the line? Okay, now we're all scrambling. Are we scrambling to get her on the line? Don't quite know what they're uh, doing. Yeah, I thought we, okay. Can I get a hint so I know whether to. The guest should be on the The guest should be. This is should. This is the plan. I'm here. But the best laid plans may not get you laid the way you planned. Okay, but we have Stephanie Iris Weiss here. So welcome. Wow, is that her? Yeah, that's her. Looking okay. looking hot in her uh, organic uh, pleather jacket there. Uh, so, uh, so Stephanie is the, um, the writer, the author of Ecosex, How to Go Green Between the Sheets. Uh, so uh, we're, we're happy to have you here on the show. And, uh, and I met you in a strange, interesting way. Um, not sure if it's an ecosexual publication, but the publication Heeb, right? Yes, I love the way we met. I was so impressed with the article, the interview that they did with you, and what you said about, about Jewish people and sex. I loved it. <laughs> well, thank you. I don't yeah. know how ecosexual Judaism is, but uh, maybe we can find out. Well, it's kosher. <laughs> it's kosher. Is it's that kosher. The, it's not that, the same. No, it. I don't know yeah. if that's the same. Very related. Uh-huh. I don't well, know if rabbi-blessed is necessarily eco. Well, no, they... <laughs> It's right. important, but it's it's uh, it, it's there's some import there's some business of taking responsibility, I guess. There. Well, yeah, anyway, it sure, brought us sure. together. It brought us together, and it I did indeed. I, I was very happy about that. And it's a great article. Shout out to Heeb Magazine. Uh, yeah, actually, actually uh, we should do a little shout out to Heeb, and uh, and it it brought me together with Stephanie, and I you know took a look at her book, and it's really an amazing you know concept that I've heard before. Um, did you invent the term or was that no, an Annie Sprinkle I term? Believe, I don't believe I invented the term. I think it was sort of out there already and, yeah. and I also probably thought of it while it was already out there. In other words, like it came to me and then I discovered that it already existed. Okay. Um, well, that's modest. It, Good. Yeah. <laughs> but people have given you credit for inventing the term. I believe some people have given me credit for inventing the term, and whenever an interview has asked me, I've always told the truth that you know I don't believe that I am, I am the person who invented the term itself. But I'm let's the let's, first person who wrote a book about it. But <laughs> you are the person that could perhaps explain the term because a lot of people in my studio even they just don't know what ecosex is. Well. You know, I'll tell you, I think it's one of those terms that means different things to different people. For me, my um, relationship to the, to the phrase ecosex is really just a holistic way to sort of engage with your sex life. Um, it's taking health and wellness and sustainability and all the green things that you do in other arenas of your life and bringing it into your sex life. And, you know, when I started thinking about writing this book back in 2008, it was because I had observed amongst my green friends, my hippie friends, that they were green in all the ways that one would, you know, expect. You know, they, they, they bought, uh, you know, they recycled their 
cans and bottles, and they shopped at Whole Foods, and they did all of that, right? But then I would ask, I, you know, probing questions like, well, what about your lube? And, you know, tell me about your sex toys, because <laughs> I'm the kind of person that asks those questions. They would be like, they would you know, draw a blank. Mm. So it was almost as if this green awareness ended at sexuality, and I thought that it should be more holistic. Well, one thing, uh, one reason for that, I think, is because people think that sex has to be spontaneous to be good, and therefore it's sort of a little unconscious. And yes. being green, being ecologically conscious, is about being conscious. So, you know, it's like putting on the condom is something, and then we can talk about condoms and what they should be made of, but just the whole idea of being an ethical hedonist, being someone who takes responsibility for yourself, for your partner, and then... You know, for everybody else in the world, it's a lot of people when you're just trying to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's oh, yeah. absolutely true. Maybe. Yeah, it's a it's a heavy thing, and I want to say that this is a fantastic book. It's a it's I a wealth that. of of stuff in there and great ideas, and it's a little overwhelming. It's a little overwhelming. Ecosex is what it's called. You can find it. How, Go green between the sheets and make your love life sustainable, by Stephanie Iris Weiss and. Uh, it gives you a lot of ideas. It also will make you feel horribly, horribly guilty. I don't care who you are. You're not doing all the things you can do. <laughs> it didn't make me feel guilty. I loved it, too. I was you're reading doing it all today. These What's your bathing suit I made out of? I do all these things. I guess it's probably... Oh, you're right. It's not organic cotton. See? Oh, She's so hard okay. on me. Oh, You're going to get a spanking now. I didn't now. want to make people oh feel bad. That wasn't but my intent. No, no. Yeah. I think I saw your coconut oil. I mean, I really... And, I really wanted to bring people more pleasure. And I think I just wanted to add to what you were saying a moment ago about being an ethical hedonist and, you know, and, and, and all of these issues about consciousness. I think that it's all, the, the shame factor is also huge. Mm. I think there's another reason that consciousness stops at your sex life because, you know, people don't want to, not just because they, they want to be spontaneous, they do, but they also they also feel so much shame around their sexuality that, you know, they don't think about it when they're not engaged in the act. Yeah, they don't want to think about it. They, they, they want to pretend they're not sexual and that sex just happens to them. And, right. you know, that's very dangerous for yourself, for your partners, and for the planet. Right, exactly. And I just think that people should be thinking about sex all the time. Well, because we do that anyway. Well, guys, I mean, we I don't do mean, already, you know, but... having it on the table at all moments of the day. I mean, although I the mean... table is probably more sustainable than most people's oh, no. mattresses. Uh, actually, actually, we have it on the. We actually have it on the table. We do have it on show. the table. We actually, it's a common thing. We do. We do a kitchen table orgy every once in a Plus while. Plus, their bed squeaks uh, and I sleep below it. <laughs> yeah. Then we combine, you know, food and sex. Right. With the, you know, Which is a great thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing, you, you know, a, a, a basic obvious point, but still it bears mentioning, is that sex, without all the trimmings, and of course we often have trimmings, but sex itself is, is eminently ecological. I mean, it's, it's, you know, just having the sex, just, just touching each other, just feeling each other, uh, is, is one of the cheapest forms of entertainment in terms of money, in terms of uh, your, your footprint, your carbon footprint, right? I mean, unless you have a baby. Okay. Now, one thing you got to remember, which sometimes people don't remember, sex sometimes leads to babies. I don't think yeah. it's the primary exactly. purpose of sex. 
primary purpose, I feel, is not so much procreation as recreation and relation, relationships. But procreation does come about sometimes. And, you know, that's... That's a big uh, ecological burden, huh? I, I, I'm child-free. Uh, <laughs> well. I, I gave all my kids back. <laughs> yeah. Well, the whole child-free thing is interesting, and it's very controversial, of course. It's very controversial. And nothing against people who have children unconsciously, okay? Uh, because <laughs> isn't that how most people have children, yeah. right? Like, otherwise, I mean, if they really thought about it, they wouldn't do it, right? <laughs> but I do, I do have a chapter in the book. The last chapter of the book is like, what if you're green? I talk about birth control and I talk about green birth control and greening, you know, whether uh-huh. it's condoms or whatever method you're using, ways that you can, you know, make it more sustainable and safer and healthier. But then at the end, I did add a chapter and what if your birth control failed and, <laughs> um, and you, and you ended this. up pregnant. So there's a pregnancy chapter and there is also uh, a chapter that I really insisted on having in the book my editor really didn't want me to include it but the chapter about uh, being I know conscious which chapter. about whether or not you want to have children at With all um, oh. you know it had to be in there or I wouldn't have been comfortable well what I appreciated uh, in there and it is controversial and uh, you know I mean there's a, a lot of support as there should be for pregnant women and for women with children and listen the mothers are the greatest beings on earth and mama earth and mama humans and mama everything but you know there's also people that don't have children and and you know we're made to feel like we're freaks quite a lot the people that don't have the child free people exactly that's not right and and I mean, hey, it's That's just right. it's just a function of society. It's a function of parents everywhere wanting to share the pain and wanting you to not be a role model for their children who they well, want I, I to lo- give them I, grandchildren. Yeah, lo- but it's great that this is a book that does have a chapter, and I know how much Stephanie, I mean, I don't know exactly, but I can imagine how much she, she had to push for this chapter because it is so controversial. But she says, hey, you know, it's a worthwhile decision not to have children. And a matter of fact... Yes. All the more, all the less diapers, you know, mm. filling the up the landfill. I mean, and it's it's a it's a decision that is not generally supported by most of society. And I, you know, I don't know if Mother Earth wanted to have all these children. When I was born, there was a billion and a half people. Now there's seven billion. Well, yeah, there's a lot. I, I weigh two hundred and twenty pounds. I can't get any fatter because they're eating so much. Yeah, and no, you know, it, exactly. In general, there are too many people now. There's too many people. There's too way too many. And the lie that they say you'll only be happy if you are a parent. That uh, people act like that. That's the only happiness there is. Is in parenting. It's so sad to see these young girls trying to get pregnant. Yeah, uh-huh. that is absolutely true. I mean, I think I think I mean, what I advocate in the book is just. I'm I'm certainly not saying not to have children. I'm not saying. I'm we're not, not saying you are. What? <laughs> I said we're no. not saying you're saying that. <laughs> no, no, no. I just I like to repeat it because sometimes people freak out. I know. Um, but what I'm what I am saying, and I don't I don't feel bad about saying this, is that we should have more consciousness about whether we do or we don't want them. And the assumption is from from the time that you're a child, mostly for women, um, you know, that you will have a biological child. And then for some reason, if you choose not to, or it doesn't work out for you, if you don't have a partner, or if you're unable, if you're infertile, then, you know, so many women go through such horrible trauma. I mean, you know, I've witnessed this in people that I'm close to, um, because they, they feel at some level that that is their only purpose. Now imagine if children 
in in kindergarten and you know and and elementary school and high school and in health class and in college one of the options was hey some women don't have children some women adopt you know like there mm-hmm. are all these different models and there's such a existing. need for adoption too and, and yeah. I, I, um, with other young people i, I yeah. think i think a lot of children especially today suffer from this thing that grandmother wants to know when you're going to have kids mm-hmm. And you're really kind of forced into it, embarrassed into it. And then these kids are born, and they're treated worse than dogs, literally. Really. In some way. In some yeah, well, Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, it's, 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 I mean, and that's the, the other piece of this whole thing. It's not just for you. It's for your would-be children, right? Like, you right. don't want to burden them with your baggage of, of you know, um, psychological baggage that basically these kids will know that they were unwanted even if you do everything right they'll just feel that energy and know that oh, and course. then they'll grow up and they'll give that to their kids that's so correct I just, I, <laughs> what i'm saying in the book is you know not just for ecological reasons but also for many other reasons um we should just talk and think about whether or not this choice is something that is right for all of us. And this mm-hmm. conversation should start at a really young age so these messages aren't embedded, you know, for the rest of people's yeah. lives. So. And a lot of the pressure to have children is familial and tribal. It's not really about the human race and the planet because there are already There's way too many people. people. But the thing is that certain tribes... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah Hebe. Uh, and others, not just Heeb, not just the Heeb tribe, but many of the ones that go, okay, maybe there's too many people, but there's not enough of us. Right. So we have to have, you know, r- any religious group, you know, usually they have like 10 children a family. And that yeah. is kind of, I don't know, uh, <laughs> that's not sustainable. Right? No, oh it's not. Ten children. And, and, and nothing against our friends. We have religious friends who have ten children, and, and we love them. But, yeah, but we don't invite them to dinner. <laughs> How That's can you for sure. them? It's My nine children? You won't right. let them in? No. Well, but, you know, there's, there, at the same time that people are getting more ecologically sensitive about sex and the rest of life, there are other people in this crazy world that are going kind of the opposite and, and well, want to go back to the old days of having 10 children. And in those days, maybe a lot of the children would die in childbirth. So there was right. a reason to have 10 because you only got three at the end. But now all 10 are, you know, healthy and strapping and, 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 uh, and polluting, polluting the world. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and I think I think another huge part of this whole discussion is that you know a lot of people in the West, when you bring up this 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 having children or not issue and and your carbon legacy, and you start to talk about you know how dangerous it is, they say, well, you know, they have a lot of children in the third world. Right. You know, we only have two or whatever. Our average is two. It's a tribal thing. Say, but you know, but we are contributing more carbon to the planet than people in developing countries are because we drive cars. And, you know, right. and, and do all of these other things. So we in the West actually should be on top of this consciousness. consciousness more. Really, you know, it's, it's extremely important for us to do so. Because we're using more stuff. We're polluting that much more. We, we pollute mm-hmm. most using of the world at this point. And yeah. creating more carbon. I just really um, liked your book, Stephanie, too. Because it pretty much, don't you say anything you put on your skin, you should be able to eat it? Is that kind of what you were mm, writing mm, about? Yummy. Or somebody else could eat it, <laughs> like lick it. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I, I don't. It, anything you put on your skin, you should be able to eat. Is that right, Stephanie? Is that a motto? Oh yeah, I absolutely do not put anything on my skin that I wouldn't ingest. That's, mm. that's I mean, you know. Yeah. Raw right honey through. and so. coconut oil, or you know. Coconut oil. I happen to have things. some coconut oil oh here. Just going to do a, sh- a short promo for my friend. Uh, Jux Lee, who does uh, Cannabelli. It's an infusion oil. It's got uh, a little bit of cannabis uh, with the virgin coconut oil. I love how Ooh, it's virgin. It's like perfect. Yeah. Is it a massage oil? It's a. It? I think it's a pussy oil, frankly. Really? I mean, but Max likes to eat it. But so yeah. we use it both ways. <laughs> you know, it's tasty. It is. It's All it's right. yummy. It gets you a little bit. You know, so <laughs> it's, a little, it's a genuine aphrodisiac, uh, folks, you know, interesting, but it would not be for sale here in New York State where cannabis is not legal medicinally. Uh, Actually, I don't know bill, about sweetie, all that. The farm bill just Isn't got passed some in February. Sort of, Obama um, just signed it. It's legal in every state. Cannabinoids. Cannabinoids. It is, Stephanie. It just happened in February of this year. Well, thank you. Really? For that. OK, so it's yeah. not celebrate a derivative. It's something else. OK, celebrate. that's interesting. <laughs> Right. Celebrate. So this is, yeah, <laughs> Cannabelli, <laughs> organic. I, I'm going to put you in touch with Jux Lee in, in any case, because he's just starting his little biz here. But I just love this uh, coconut oil. I love coconut oil anyway. I think oh, it's, it's so great. There's it's, almost nothing you can you could not use it for. It's really terrific. Except well, that except it is condoms. not compatible with latex condoms, and that's really important for people and to know. And you're, like, into, really into latex, right, Stephanie? I That's love latex, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, the, the bed that I'm sitting on right now is, has a latex mattress. My pillows are made of latex. But it's natural latex? Natural latex, There's yes. a difference between natural latex and chemical latex. Absolutely. It's really, really important if you buy any latex products to make sure you're using natural latex. And naturally is more expensive. Yes. You know. Do they make fetish clothing out of that, Stephanie, out of the rubber natural tree? You know, Sorry. there is a, um, a store that you, they, there used to be one in Pasadena and New York, and now I believe it's just London. Oh. It's called uh, Coco de Mer. Yes, oh, yeah, and they're very. Do you know it? Yes, yes. of course. Yeah. They're very ulama. They had oh, wow. all sustainable fetish wear at that shop, and oh and I believe I, I don't. Did the one in Pasadena still open? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't think either. No. Uh, They're not. I, the one in Beverly. Is there one in Beverly Hills? No, no. There was. On Melrose. Uh, and Deborah Sundahl, yeah. who taught me to squirt on my own. And we're going to talk about squirting in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, she does lectures or did <coughs> lectures at Coco de Mer. No, I just. I, 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 oh, I, yeah. Okay. Right, right, right. By the way, skirt, squirting is very organic. It, it is. You it called really it the is. holy water <laughs> in your book. It's, you it's said it's sacred water. water. Yeah. And right. so. I'm, mine has a ways to go. I'm just like a baby squirter. So mm. I was like to get some tips. I will give Pardon you some. <laughs> okay. But speaking of tips. I can squirt. What? Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you used to. Actually, let's, let's keep current, Max. Yeah. I don't know about that. Right, I used to squirt. It used to, it's squirt. a little bit of uh, change of life here. Yeah. But it's cool. Oh. Men, you know what? Here, this is an important so public stupid. cervix announcement. Yeah. Uh, is that um, men can squirt. Women can squirt. Men can have an orgasm without squirting, just like women can have an orgasm without squirting. Uh, you know, we're really not from Mars or Venus. We're all from this beautiful, wild, eco-sexual planet Earth, and we wow. all squirt sometimes. 
You know, uh, uh, Woo! Uh, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> can I? Can I just? Can I? Uh, um, Are you going to go ahead? Shout out to Annie Sprinkle right now. Annie Sprinkle. Yes. Yeah. You just had public service announcement. I did, and yes. Annie, I I, I did because I, I I we we've known Annie a long time. Max was Annie Sprinkle's first publisher back in way like back nineteenth century seventies. Yeah. Oh, I and, love and, it. And I'm, we used to. I'm actually going to be speaking at Catalyst.com with mm-hmm. Annie on a panel right. in oh, September. Yeah. Yay. So that's why I wanted to give a shout out. Yeah, well, Annie, used to, yeah, Annie and us and a bunch of artists used to live together in this beautiful 22-bedroom villa in Italy. When actually, really? Yeah. Yes. I, I was wow. A, that was before my yeah. time. I was a fugitive from justice, and so I went to hide there, and I... I and I brought uh, all our friends there, and uh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I had a, oh, that's a, incredible! A, a I have to time. ask her about that. That's so oh yes. Cool. Oh, she knows. Tell uh, actually, Annie I'm, hi. In, I'm in her book. From uh, she knows him as Mickey. Oh, wow. Yeah, she knows oh. me as Mickey. Uh, yeah, we've been friends and enemies for a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's but awesome. mostly friends. Yeah. What a mostly small friends. world it is. Yeah. In, in sex. In sex, well, yeah. Sex yeah. is a small world, you know. It's yeah. Like, and it's just a small world in general. And it's a huge world. And, you know, it's like, and you know, and speaking of Annie, though, I wanted to say, um, do we have another picture of Stephanie, please? I mean, that's a beautiful picture of her, but don't we have the one with? Let's let's just. Oh, there, there we go. Is that her? Wait a second. Is that you in the purple thing? It looks different. Wow. Purple and it like a purple stripe. dress. Yeah, yes, yeah. it's a long purple with it, dress. With a leather jacket over it. No, no, it's just like stripes down. Uh, Is this somebody else? I Where, don't know. Where'd you get this it picture? It doesn't look quite purple. the same. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yeah, okay, we have a picture. Of, okay, here's okay, Stephanie okay, again. Here okay, here's another picture. Here she is doing her book signing at some place. Awesome. Where, where, that, uh, was a, that was a Javits Center. That was at the the Green Show. The Green Show. Yeah. I right. There a couple years There's ago. a whole green movement going on. And are at these eco-sexual conferences, is there a lot of sex, or is there just talk about, talk sex? about sex? It's <laughs> mostly talk about sex. Oh. And, and uh, fun things uh, that I, you know, whenever I give a talk, I always come with presents for everybody i give away organic lube samples or a vibrator giveaway or something like that um sustainable vibrator i like jimmy jane jimmy jane right we got to shout them out so they give us some freebies um maybe in the future (laughs) no i i've I've tried some they're very good vibrators very kind of they get a lot of power but they don't make a lot of noise yeah and they're really high end they're good to travel with the little one the little chroma is a great travel vibe yeah and snoop doggy dog likes the gold plated something or other one of them but, I have that one yeah you have I, didn't, I didn't know that Snoop liked it I love it the, you have it in gold <laughs> what is it in gold it does they have a, they have a gold a silver and a pink right and what I think a silver a gold and a pink definitely right is gold a good uh, material for uh, vibrators I, mean, I think you know I don't know that might the one melt. I have which I actually am picking up right now <laughs> only with you Dr. Susie I don't know that it's actually gold plated it's the color gold <laughs> Um, and I and I I have to be honest with you. I don't know. I mean, gold is obviously a natural substance, but I don't know of its toxicity or how good or bad it is for you. For Ooh, your skin. something for you to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For sure. So tell me about this eco-sexual movement. I mean, what kind is it? Is it a fetish? I mean, it's a. It's not a fetish. It's a. It's a. It's a philosophy. What is it? Yeah, I'm glad that you asked that question. And, you know, speaking of Annie Sprinkle, who we were just talking about a moment ago. Hi, Annie. So what I was going to say a while back was that 
eco-sex means different things to different people, right? Like, you know, I, I described my sort of holistic perspective on the body. And, um, and at the same time that I was coming up with my book concept and writing my book, I found out through my editor, this is how I became friends with Annie Sprinkle, that she was working on eco-sex, but in a completely different way. And, you know, and it's, it's the same movement. We're all under the same umbrella, but we're doing different things. And well, she's Annie, an artist. She's like a sec, an erotic artist, I would she say. Is, okay. She is. She's really quite brilliant. And, um, and she and her partner have a, a, an approach to eco-sex that is all about um, making the earth your lover, not your mother. I love that quote that they use. And mm-hmm. Um, And they take people on eco-sexual walking tours, and they talk about eco-sex as a fetish. Now, some of my clients that are... Aquaphilia and, Mm. you know, being aroused by trees and and nature. Mm -hmm. So really, really, really getting sexy with nature. Well, I think a lot of people can relate to being aroused by nature. You know, what's the classic thing? A walk on the beach, right? Mm -hmm. It's like... You're aroused by, uh, I, I like the sound of the ocean and, yeah. you know, and also just feeling the water from the, uh, just rippling through my legs. And I mean, there, there's a lot of, uh, you know, aphrodisia in nature. Well, I, I want to, and I think, I think another, another issue that I often talk about, and I think this is also under the umbrella of ecosex and why the ecosex movement is appealing to people now is because we're so far removed from our sensual selves. Thank on our you. cell phones all day, swiping our iPhone on the computer, um, you know, we're, we're, it's almost as if these, these um, you know, toys that we use are, are, appendage, are appendages, you know, like they're almost like extensions of our body. They are extensions. They are. And the coltan in our phones, by the way, is only from the mountains, uh, the rainforest in the Congo. And right. this is very bad for the bonobos. Oh, as wow. well as the whole rainforest, because oh, wow. they're digging the whole place up and uh, trying to find this coltan so mm-hmm. we can sext each other. So the sexting is cool and everything, but, you know, I think it's not very sustainable. No, and you don't wow. need to buy a new iPhone every year, as people do. And it's just we, we yes. live in this throwaway culture where people have to have the new thing as soon as it's available, and it's mm. really problematic. It's problematic for the bonobos mm-hmm. and the rainforest. It's problematic for human beings in China and Indonesia and all the places that, you know, where they're being poisoned mm-hmm. by these products that they're making in factories. It's really, it's really quite terrible. And we just need to be conscious about the way that we're interacting with these things. And mm-hmm. I think... You know, there's that whole piece, like there's the guilt piece and there's the, you know, we need to think differently about the way that we make our purchases. There's absolutely that. It's, it's for our own health and the health of the planet. But it's also because I think that we will all be happier as individuals and in our relationships if we remember that we are animals and that we are sexual yes. beings. How do you remember that if you're constantly, you know, on Facebook and reading your text messages and, you know, I mean, God, I love Twitter and Facebook, but, you know, it, it's really not good for the soul and not good for the sex life. Mm. Amen and a women. And a bonobos. Speaking of Facebook. You know. All right, all right, all right. right. There's a a couple of problems here. Uh, uh, Yes, we're buying new phones all the time. But basically what has happened and and what is ruining the the universe is our supply lines. Mm. Meaning, where do coconuts come from? And who's picking them? 
Mm. And how many miles must they travel? Right. And how must they be processed? Can we go grow coconuts in our garden, please? Okay, that's what I'm saying. So the macrobiotic movement... I like it here. The macrobiotic movement basically said you can't eat or do anything beyond 50 miles of your own... Yeah. You know. And actually, uh, uh, Stephanie does have a yeah. section on that right. in EcoSex. Yeah. Okay, about so that's a very try to use products in your yeah. neighborhood. That's a very important it's, it's, that's thing. That's a great point. You know, that's a great point. I'm I'm glad you brought it up. I'm yeah. sorry if I'm talking over you. It's because I can't hear you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, uh, you know, that's okay. Yeah. No, but I think that's an important issue because now we can have bananas year round. We can do this year round, and it's all very nice and everything. But it's actually making us sick. Because these foods weren't grown around us. They were not. It's so true. Uh It's so true. I'm so glad that you said that. Because sometimes you can have this conversation about sustainability. And, you know, you're really talking about, like, you know, Western first world problems. White people problems. You know. Exactly. A lot of this stuff is only available to people of means. And it shouldn't be that way. I think that's a really, really important point to make. I also believe... Uh, you know, that DIY is really important. Like, a lot of these products people should be making. But your point is well taken about coconuts and coconut oil. Like, I talk about how much I love coconut oil all the time, but I don't talk... I mean, you know, you have to... You have to make compromises someplace, right? Well, of like, course. You know when right? I and I and I and I know that you know coconuts are shipped from right. Thailand, you know, <laughs> and that the shipping itself is problematic well, because coal yeah. powers most of our shipping. Uh, uh, so, well, and and you can't you know, eliminate. We need, it, find, we need to figure out how to do it better. A lot of it. This is Cece. I'm raw goddess. Um, a lot of it's shipped from the Philippines. So Stephanie's major suppliers are coming through the Philippines, and there's a lot of fair trade. Too. It's overwhelming so. when you think about it. So you just you have to take it in baby steps, well, but okay. be aware so, of these different uh, things. She brought up something yeah. that when I was in Holland. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, this goes back to any sprinkle, Danny sprinkle now. days. When right. uh, <laughs> when we were designing uh, the macrobiotic labels. Yes. Uh, for Mizokushi uh, in Holland and and his 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 group, I went to one of his uh, I went to one of his uh, lectures and. Uh, because we designed it I, later on, I went into the kitchen and there was Mizukushi, and he was drinking coffee and smoking a cigarette. I said, "Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what are you doing? Hi, yeah. What are you doing?" <laughs> and he says, "Well, you can't give up everything in life." And, uh, exactly. uh, and so I started smoking. No, no. <laughs> I'm just From teasing. The now, theory. wait a minute. Now I I want to regress a second because you're going to regress. I need to. <laughs> Does that mean you're going to have a, like a Crybaby tantrum. A crybaby tantrum. <laughs> no, no. So, um, so I want to shout out to someone who really has uh, empowered Annie uh, with with the walks, the terror walks, the, the museum walks. Uh, Sound suck by Annie Sprinkle. The, the first magazines that were done without any uh, written word. But mm-hmm. they were all audio, and there was a, a very advanced technology yes. that was called the, tapes. the Walkman. Yeah. It was <laughs> the called Walkman. the Walkman. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Willem... As Willem as DeRitter, that's who we're giving Willem a shout-out to. Right. I don't even think he has a Twitter, but he is Mr. Holland. Uh, yeah, he is. He's, he's world-famous uh, in Holland. He's world-famous right. in, in Holland. Right yeah. But he was, he was, uh, he was Annie's... Uh, mentor for many many years uh, oh, yeah. uh at the villa and many years and after friend. that and uh, i was busted in rhode island with annie and willem the ritter and eight others uh for uh for annie's uh, stump fucking 
Uh, With she, long jean silver. <laughs> she, wow, these stories are blowing my mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> her stump is, you know, yeah. she had her foot amputated. Oh. So and so she I, put I, her I, ankle yeah. inside of Annie. And right. It's really very beautiful and disabled sex. So and I was whatnot, arrested. The police didn't like it. We were all arrested. Right, we were all arrested, and 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 oh, wow. my children were taken away. Oh my God! I was real happy. I said, "You, yeah, you can take them." <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, it was terrible. It was terrible. It was really ter- It was really terrible, and uh, it was over a magazine called Annie Sprinkle, hot shit. Hot shit. Hot shit. Yeah. Oh Talk God. about organic. Wow. Yeah. Hot yeah. shit, yeah. baby. <laughs> and so when they raided the wow. house, they they arrested all of us. And then the next morning in the Providence Journal, and in fact, it's actually also in Annie's book, uh, her first book, uh, I forget what the name of it is now. It's actually the list of what they seized, of what they seized in there. And what they, the police was outraged by that they found handcuffs. Mm, right. A pair of handcuffs. That's for police to use. Yeah. <laughs> they were outraged. And whips. Oh, that's and, also for police to use. And, oh, my and, God. And high boots. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, you know. so the, they lifted the thigh boots? Yeah. Really? The, yeah, that and two pairs. <laughs> it was t- so scandalous. It was scandalous. It. They, they, could not, they could not get over the fact that we had Queen Adrena was there that night, uh, one of the first great doms in the United States. And she, uh, you know, she had handcuffs because she's a dom. <laughs> And the cops were just, and the newspapers just loved it. They went on for 18 days about this list. That, oh, uh, my God. What year was this? This was in what? 1970, about 1978, around then. Wow. Yeah, yeah, 19, uh, yeah, way back. And then I spent uh, 18 months in prison for that one. Oh, Jesus and, uh, Christ. Uh, but not, not because I was convicted, it's because I didn't show up for the, I went back to Italy <laughs> to cook spaghetti and make dinner and shit. All right. So. Uh, I hope it was organic spaghetti. So it, uh, it, I don't know if it was organic, but it was good. <laughs> Yum. Okay, so uh, we're going to have to take a break real soon. Uh, yeah, but we're going to come back. Yeah, right? we're, we're going to come back. She's not leaving, is she? she uh, well, Cece is. No, no, no. The, oh, are you, I, I mean, I told her she's going to be on for a half an hour. It's oh, already okay. been 45 minutes. All right. Yeah, she's just, you have more? Yeah, you no, wanna, no, no, no. I'm done. Oh, I'm uh, super glad to meet her. She's great. Thank She's you. still there. You I'm can see you. To, I'm super <laughs> glad to meet you, Stephanie. And I noticed you liked OneLuckyDuck.com, so that's Sarma, right? Yeah. You like Sarma? Sarma's She's terrific. so cool. Sarma pure food and wine. Oh, okay. Oh. She is cool. She's a pure food and wine restaurant in, in New York City. Oh, it's very okay. popular. It's a very popular restaurant, so why don't it's we jet set yeah. in your RV, Max, and we should go have dinner there. Okay. <laughs> right, Stephanie? Just, no, sorry. Just take us <laughs> five hours well, of gasoline <laughs> to get to, well. No, we well, need it's to. Not that oh, bad. Yeah. It'll be fun along the way. It's not running. We need some people to push it. I'll give you both right. massages. Our RV is extremely <laughs> sustainable because it doesn't go anywhere, okay? Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So, uh, you know, uh, Stephanie, I mean, bonobos, that's my passion, you know, and I, I just uh, see them as part of uh, the whole eco-sex movement. They should be more of a part of it because they're so close to us. And yeah. I know there's a lot of species that are endangered and we're losing like uh, several species a day. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's, it's really criminal, the whole, the whole 
uh, just destruction that human beings have wrought upon the earth with our exciting, yeah, yeah. wonderful civilization. But the bonobos, they're our kissing cousins. And speaking of ecosexual, they show us the way to use sex and pleasure and love and empathy to diffuse violent tension so that uh, in their society there's no war and no murder. And we have so much to learn from them if only we can just save them and, and keep studying them and, mm -hmm. and keep in touch with them because they are beings like us. Yes, yes. I applaud everything that you just said. I, it's so heartbreaking that it, more is not being done. And, um, and yeah, I mean, if, we, if more people knew how close we are genetically to bonobos, <laughs> And if more people just looked at the way that they behave and that they put pleasure first, they put pleasure at the center, right? And, and Without shame. And, and if we could yeah. only learn to do that, if human beings could only learn to do that and not walk around with so much shame that stops them from experiencing the pleasure that they're supposed to have, that their bodies came available with, yeah. <laughs> I think we would all be much happier. Mm -hmm. Wow, Stephanie, I just I really Amen admire your women. work. This and is a, a bonobos. I I have a raw princess ebook too. It's You're changing the subject from bonobos. Beauty. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You were go ahead. Distracted. Go ahead. Me. Change the subject. No, we we got to no, We got I love the bonobos. If they go, you do. The have you seen are, them down in the San Diego understand. Zoo? I did not go yet. Yeah, you gotta go. I didn't go yet, but um, if we understand that if the bonobos can't live on this planet, obviously neither can humans very quickly afterwards, and so we need to save them and well, that's the bees. An interesting angle. No, it's it's true. If one more species like that goes, that I thought I read that in your book. Uh, no, Even. no, oh. no, no, not in my book. No, I mean, you know, there's plenty of species that are going, actually. They're, they're, they're going a mile a minute, these species are, keep, keep leaving the planet because of our emissions and our climate change and all of our, just our civilization. The one that should really be alarming everybody in the immediate is, is bees. 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 Um, because of Monsanto and pesticides. Yeah. That is really Absolutely. frightening because our food supply Because then we won't have any honey. Oh, no. There's a lot well, more they, to they bees. They pollinate. I mean, we won't have any almonds. We won't have any, you know, many things that we're used to having if the bees are decimated. And this is just, you know, this is just it me being hand a radical. In hand with the bonobos. You're but, not radical. Um, <laughs> no, you're not. I, I, yeah, they I, both I, begin with B. So, you know, no. There's a lot hand. of species we got to save. Uh, yeah. We got to be more conscious in general of, of our effect our, our, the effect of our sex, the effect of our convenience, the effect of our lives on, yeah. on our, whether you want to call the earth your lover or your mother, or if you're like some of my clients who are mama's boys, you know, it might be a little bit of both, you know, whatever. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, it's, That's so cool. it, it's important. It's, it's organic. It's what we flow through. And when we have the best orgasms of all, what do we feel? We feel connected to the earth, don't we? We feel yep. the earth move. We feel mm -hmm. that that's because we are really connected to the earth. And most of the time we walk around like we're in separate sacks of skin and we don't understand other people. In that moment of sex and orgasm, we do understand. And that moment can be extended. The bonobos show us how to extend that moment of orgasm into just general life. Love it. Wow. Mm, yes. Yeah. Oh, look at this. 
Anthony, hey, baby. You know, we're going to have to take a break real soon because we have to change the tape. But I'm so excited that uh, that Anthony is here. Anthony Wynn, brothers and sisters, who is a famous uh, comic book artist for Stripperella and for other comics that are less uh, risque than Stripperella. But we like ah, Stripperella the best because wow. we're sex maniacs. But um, anyway, we're excited. Anthony hasn't been here in a while. So we're going to come back and talk with Anthony and Cece. And I just want to say once again, thank you so much to Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie Iris Weiss, who is the author of Ecosex. Uh, go green between the sheets and make your love life sustainable. Go on Amazon, preferably through my site, so we can make like two cents on her book. And, and, and we're going to put, put you in Bonoboville. We, we, join Bonoboville, Stephanie. Oh, yes, awesome. yes. Thank, thank you, you so much. Keep up, keep up okay. the great work. Keep up the great work. And uh, help make you know, the world more ecosexual, right? <laughs> Thanks so much, Susie. This is great. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for for joining us, Stephanie Iris Weiss, uh, Ecosex. Uh, I got more people walking into the studio. This is very exciting. We're going to have a very exciting second half to our eco-sexuality show here on drsusanblock.tv. If you've been listening free, now might be the time to pony up and join drsusie.tv. You can also get a free membership if you join bonoboville.com. But, uh, you know, it's a little late for that. So if you're ready, you know, right now, join drsusie.tv and, uh, and see what you can see. So uh, we'll, we're going to take a little bit of a commercial break now. So don't come yet and don't go away. We'll be right back. Are you a victim of religious sexual abuse? Has your sex life been hurt, warped, or excessively repressed by a strict religious anti-sex upbringing? Are you concerned that an unhealthy, fundamentalist, or orthodox environment is distorting or destroying your sexuality, your marriage, or your life in general? The Dr. Susan Block Institute specializes in treating victims of religious sexual abuse. For information about our telephone sex therapy services, call 1-866-207-7521 or 213-291-9497. That's one 866 207-7521 or 213-291-9497. You won't go to hell for it, but you just might feel a lot better. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web. It's time to get dirty. Get ready for dirty tequila, the wildest, most explosive, most delicious tequila drink ever. Because, you know, deep down, we're all a little dirty. Dirty Tequila was born in the desert of Cave Creek, Arizona by George Doerr. He's the owner of Cody's Smokehouse and Grill. I had a pretty girl come up, ask for a drink one night, and I started playing with a couple flavors and grabbed the bottle of tequila and put it in front of her. She loved it. And he created a sweet and sexy drink for his 21 to 35-year-old female clientele, which quickly became legendary in the area. I looked at it. I said, oh, it looks dirty. We'll call it Dirty Tequila. Soon after... 
George went south to Mexico and partnered with a major tequila facility to finish the product, package it, and get it ready for sale. Well, what we've done is we've taken tequila and turned it on its head. The Tasty Outcome is the first attempt to combine flavored juices with tequila and bottle it. Now, our dirty drinks are available to everyone. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web. And now, here she is, Dr. Susan Block. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, we're here. And I'm here with Cece Cummins. Hi. And now, Anthony Wynn. Hello. And uh, we're excited. This is a surprise, you know. We are settled back in. We had a very uh, in illuminating uh, chat with the author of Ecosex, Stephanie Iris Weiss. And uh, we're, we're ecosexuals here. We, we try to be. I mean, we, we're, you know, nobody's perfect, and you got to slip up just by being human. I mean, just the function of, of being human and living in, mm -hmm. you know, uh, permanent places instead of nests and, uh, and just using uh, gasoline and stuff. So, but we try. We're trying. And yeah. Anthony, you said you oh. had some remote oh, yeah. connection um, to Well, yeah, well, there's a... Uh, well, <coughs> I just directed a, a music video uh, that just came oh. out recently uh, with uh, two prestigious female rock musicians. Who? And um, Brody Dahl and uh, featuring Shirley Manson uh, from Garbage. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, and um, the song is called Meet the Fetus. And actually, it has uh, a very eco-friendly uh, uh, um, Meet messages. Meet the Fetus. Yeah. yeah, so if you look up the video, I don't know if you want to cue it up or anything like that. But anyways, the song yes. is uh, very metaphoric. It also, it's, it's very political, uh, very psychedelic, um, also wow. very uh, maternal. You know, mm. and it, it, it definitely uh, covers a lot of ego uh, issues uh, in that sense. But Just like, the organic nature yeah, of uh, um, and, yeah, sex leading to birth sometimes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It actually, yeah. we cover yeah, that, too. Like, if you, like I said, if you pull that, the video up and Amazing. we get a chance to check it out, um, it's, it has the elements of the, the sex and also birth and also, um, uh, you know. Uh, the video is called Meet, Meet the, the Fetus. Meet the Fetus, uh, spelled F-O-E-T-U-S. <laughs> and um, the group is called Garbage. No, no, the no. group is uh, it's, uh, actually from uh, Shirley, uh, from Brody Dahl, uh, featuring Shirley Manson. So, Shirley Manson. Yeah, from Garbage. So, but I think it's like, uh, yeah, those two women are well, my favorite They will rock try women. to, yeah. uh, oh. to you know, you can find it, it up here. Yeah, That's so, um, but yeah, it's, I love I uh, those women. They're like my favorite rock women in the world. <laughs> you know, so and I, I got bl really blessed to, to be able to work with them. Yeah, well, yeah. I didn't know you were a music video director. Yeah, well, when you see it, you'll see what I, uh, oh what I just did. I Are just there any uh, comic book stuff in there? Yeah, it's, it's animated. So the first half of it is animated. So, uh, Okay, I think we're going to see go. some here of it. it. Here yeah, we go. it's playing right now. Here we oh, so. here's animation. Oh. Is this yeah. your animation? So, yeah, that's my animation. Oh, right. And that's, uh, that's Brody. For the right foot there. fetishes yeah, in exactly. the audience. So, um, Check out the feet stepping down. Yeah. So, uh, and, oh, yeah. there's a yeah, little bit of a pregnant woman. Yeah, there. that's actually Brody uh, pregnant in this animation. Mm. So, But uh, it definitely covers a lot of issues of the eco sex and all kinds of uh, interesting stuff. Whoa, we're pulsating. Uh -huh. I'm really proud of this. This is a whole animation thing. Do, yeah, do we see the real people at all? Or is it all animation? You will, like, uh, in the second half of it. And, is uh, she really that pregnant in the video? She, uh, she actually came out of uh, her pregnancy um, after having uh, two kids with Josh Holm from Queens of the Stone Age. Oh. So um, like they're these two rock and roll, like, powerhouse uh, couple. 
you know. So this song itself is really good because it was the first song that came out uh, when she came out of retirement or out of her sabbatical. So and this is the the video that came out like in February. So when we released to this video, it was like a huge thing for me. So I, I was very proud of it. So okay. and now I I haven't checked um, how many views or hits it's gotten, but the last time I checked, it was like I think close to two hundred thousand views or something. Well, speaking oh, of right ecosex, the dragon is green. Right. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of symbolism. <laughs> there's Shirley in the spaceship right there. It's that um, nice pistachio green that <laughs> Steve and Colbert likes, yeah. and, and I do so, too. Um, but there's a lot of uh, symbolism in it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I post a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, trivia up online for the fans to answer uh, about like what the video means and what the I, like the images mean and the metaphors. What does it mean, Anthony? The, yeah, I mean, here you've got a lot of issues, the world dilemmas, etc., that uh, we have to deal world with. World dilemmas, yeah. yeah a lot so. of dead people and... Yeah, you know, uh, so there you, you know, go. Overpopulation. <laughs> Too many of those babies. Yeah, that's right. what I study. And then, the of therapist. course, this is one way to deal with the overpopulation. You just nuke them. Well, yeah. right. oh, <laughs> no, well, these, uh, in real brief, you see that there's uh, some resolves that I, we're presenting there, which is uh, clean energy. Where well. are the bonobos? Uh, <laughs> the bonobos show us the way. <laughs> they do. Yes, they More do. fucking, less war. All right. And yeah. less polluting. Well, this, this video itself is a metaphoric, uh, in, a, in a sense, the... the the dragon itself is phallic, you know, and it is like, yeah. a, you know, it, it represents sex and all that. So does it? Yeah. The dragon represents sex. It, it, in that, because in that sense, kind of dangerous know. sex. Well, though. <laughs> I don't know about having sex. Well, there's there's a, a lot of ways you can look at it. Um, it you know, there's there's so yeah. many um, uh, symbols in this and metaphors that, uh, and the fans have been great when they're like like looking at it and saying, oh, this means that, and this is the GMO, and that's. The Catholicism Great, there. awesome, awesome <laughs> yes, uh, cartoon. Thanks. Or yeah, a- animation, so. excuse yeah. me. Thank yeah. you, I'm old-fashioned. I say yeah. cartoon. So I but it really yeah, is. Really there's just yeah. so many incredible so. images here. Yeah. You guys that yeah, are just listening, you're missing this <laughs> incredible video. It, it's We're not yeah, there's, up. That's them right there. That's yeah, there they on are. on the left, and that's okay. Brody on the right. I, yeah. love, I love those women as much as I love shake you, too. Shake a shake a shake Awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, empowered women. Yeah. Okay. I love them too. Yeah. That's cool. They're, t- they're hot. They're playing yeah. guitars. Yeah. You know, and yeah. uh, I have an electric guitar now too. Yeah. Oh, that's I'll right. Bring it. I'll and bring it. Aren't you going to sing? Show. I want to bring it. Well, I have to actually bring that. Yeah. Oh, you can't sing a cappella for me. Well, oh my goodness. Anything sakes. but happy Thank birthday. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yes, that is a possibility. Any uh, any song. Sometimes. Do you, soon, a, do you know right an now? egosexual song? I bet you I do. Yes, I do, actually. It's called Seashell. Yep. Mm. I think it, it's a little mild, but it's... it's well, okay. Cool. Well, you know, I shouldn't ask you to sing before Bonoboville Communion, should well, I? Well, because you're making me my panties moist, so it's not right for a girl. Oh, yeah. that's all right. <laughs> that's all what it's all about. Now, we're, we're going to get yeah. into some libations. You can keep this uh, video on here. I like those sort of right. 19... Yeah. 70s boots that yeah. they're wearing. <laughs> yeah, those are the very, very, very hot. Yeah. They're the, the most hot. empowered women I know in rock right <laughs> now. Yeah, look so. at that hair fly. Yeah, that's yeah. that's some ecosexual hair right there. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brody's going to love to hear that. Yeah, yeah. you bet. It is, so though. If there are any fans out on Brody out there, um, make <laughs> let her know that we're on the show. <laughs> hey, Brody. Okay, does she have a Twitter? Yeah. Okay, what's Brody her Twitter? Doll. Um, Brody Doll. D-A-L-L-E. Brody. D-A-L-L-E. Yeah, Brody. B-R-O-D-Y. Brody Doll. B-R-O-D-Y. D-A-L-L-E. Get that to Simon out there on our Twitter, who's at Radio Suzy One, by the way, if you want to tweet at us. And I do want to shout out our friend, I Chris G 2009 He's an autistic guy who was 
uh, bullied as a kid quite a bit. And he's got this anti-bullying campaign, which is kind of hopeless, but on the other hand, kind of inspiring. Because bullying will always be with us, but maybe we can reduce it, huh? You know, like the bonobos do. They they know they're not exactly angels. They're animals, and they have (laughs) some fighting, but they just don't kill each other right and there's an you know i mean if if we if we know how to handle these bullies not that i'm saying i know exactly how to but uh but we we have to try right i Were think you, you do have some very good ideas for how to so you're being follow too the modest. bonobo way being too modest you know the bonobos give me all my ideas <laughs> i i really uh would like to say it. Yeah, there you go okay. he's got he's got some so. ideas hmm. mm. So uh, keep it up, Chris. G, right? Okay, and uh, he's got some kind of a of a signature thing that he's going to end bullying and bully side. All right, it's like yep. homicide, suicide, That's really bully side. Important. You know, because a lot of these bullies, they they. Uh, uh, I don't know. They get out of control, especially the ones in the White House uh, and, uh, you know, and in the military industrial complex and in the prison industrial complex as well. We we talk about the bullies in the street, but the bullies that are dropping bombs from drones, you know, and those are, you know, those are the real terrible bullying. And it sets an example, right? Mm -hmm. So institutionalized racism and violence. Okay, so... Going from that to Bonoboville Communion, so you've got this drink here that looks, I mean, you know, I love the color green and everything, but I, when I think about drinking green things, unless it's absinthe, I get scared. You're tough not to crack around that. Uh, I see, know. Uh, Bill, when I d- Billy Clinton? Oh, Bill Clinton is calling. Yeah, with his cigar, he, he got a, his cigar. You know, we got a lot happening in this second half of the show. Also, Dane Cross is supposed to be coming here, porn star Dane Cross with Emma Snow. Wow, okay, I'm excited. So I don't know if it's really going to happen, but Emma Snow is on her way, supposedly, with Dane Cross to uh, the new Bonoboville. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we have Bill Clinton on the line. I'm sure, I'm sure he heard there were going to be porn stars, so he had to join us. Where's the Hello? You guys, you get me all excited. Tell me somebody's on the line, and then, and then. Slick Willie. Oh, there he is. No, that wasn't him. That was just his announcer. Okay, Slick Willie, where are you? You so slick that you slipped away. He. Uh, okay. Aww. All righty then. Bye okay, bye. so we have this green thing here. I improved it. Oh, oh, wait a minute. There's Bill. Clinton. I am available, and you got me I'd before like a, I ingested I'd like a, my drink. I'd like a session with Dr. Susie if that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, Bill, I'll give you a freebie. I was, I, was wondering, I was wondering if you'd like to consider a position on the presidential staff. <laughs> I would consider a position. What do you want, doggy style or woman on top? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm thinking of something ecosexual this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that wouldn't be missionary then. Missionaries were not very about, ecosexual. You know, well, I, 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 went, I went down and I got an organic cigar. Oh, an organic Good for you, Bill. You know, that... That does help. Every little bit I helps. I like him more each moment. I never even knew there were organic I'll help cigars. I'll Susan, Dr. Susan. If you need any help with him, I'd be glad to volunteer. Well, you can talk to him directly. Okay. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> are you sure? This? <laughs> this is Cece. I Cece. don't speak to him indirectly, as I was trained Cece. in the slave girl ways of the planet of like, gore. So. Like, 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 like,
writer. I don't mm. know. How, how's your time? Uh, oh, that's an Elvis song, maybe before your time. Oh, Bill. I'm just, you know, delighted that this is actually your second time calling tonight. I mean, you called in last week when Ron well, you know, I, Jeremy I watch, was here. I watch your show every yeah. week, and I, I find that it, it's, a, it's a healthy outlet that keeps the Secret Service off my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you need more of those outlets, Bill, so you don't mess up more dresses. Well, I need more inlets is what I need, but, you know. <laughs> oh, inlets. but my dress needs messing. That's fine. Oh, sorry. Okay. Whoops. Cheers. Okay. <laughs> cheers. Green drink. We're Bill, drinking try this. a green it's a drink day to you. transformation. It will help reverse aging. Do you want some, Anthony? You so have some of mine. Raw Princess. Oh, you, you've got vodka. <laughs> Mypurium.com, Bill. Okay. Mypurium.com. Slash Raw Princess. Uh-huh. Better than burgers. <laughs> Better than, yeah. You don't eat that fast food I've anymore, do you, Bill? really gotten firmer well, you this know, week, I just, Bill. I, just, I, I want to I wanna make sure everybody mm. out there uses a green dry cleaner whenever they go to get their stained dresses dry cleaned. But uh, oh, oh absolutely. A green don't dry cleaner. hanging in the closet waiting on Linda Tripp or somebody to call. Don't I love this that. man. Is there such a thing as a green dry cleaner? Uh, yes, mm. there is, Dr. Susie. Okay, so... Take your blue dress to the green dry cleaner. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, right That's now, what we should do. Or, and you know what? I just or if you want to take out that stain, just a little bit of Coca-Cola on a rag and wipe it. That's right. We have learned something here mm. in Bonoboville that, um, that this actually discolors your lips green, by the way. <laughs> so I'm going to have green lips now. But Coca-Cola is really better than Ajax. When it comes to cleaning oh, yeah. pots and pans. Okay. It's a no lie. It's no lie. And this no, is better no. Coca-Cola. This, this is uh, actually better you. now. I mean, last week you just kind of mixed it up with the powder and I got chunks. Listen, everyone. She said it's, it's better this, this time. Okay. <laughs> Listen, because last time she said, I'm joining this for 10 seconds, CC, not 10 days. Yeah. And she no, gave me the message I'll do loud this and clear. Maybe for 10 minutes. So it's, it's increased to 10 minutes oh. now. So this it is my challenge. My I don't back yeah. down. So I will never be leaving here. No, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dr. Susie, I've got to run along now. I've got to. I've got to. Oh, you do. I've got to interview. I'm surprised you were. You're so busy, Bill. No, uh, okay. You can run along, and uh, don't forget to put support EcoSex and the Bonobos, Bill. I, I like to support EcoSex every chance I get. And <laughs> let us all save those Bonobos. Are you still sending the limo for me, Bill? Okay, I'll see you later. Alrighty. Yeah. Bye -bye. I will. <laughs> Remember to green, dry, clean that blue dress. <laughs> Thank you, President Billy Jeff. Yeah, let's, let's give a hand to our former president. Yay. And to the, the wife as well. The most bonobo-esque of the presidents, you know, and, and, and trying to go eco-sexual with his organic cigar, you know. Uh, so Got a hand we showing, appreciate that. Right now and we're drinking... To uh, Bill's health, hope you uh, you know can yeah. go you know go through Hillary's uh, uh, presidency, and uh, and what are we drinking? Purium. This is Purium. Mypurium.com/slash/rawprincess, and you can shop there, and it will all credit me. And if you mention the bonobos, there's some goodies in for them as well. I can't. I'm still working Mention on their the own. Mention the bonobos. Yeah, you have to just write <laughs> bonobo in the little thing there. In the notes, yeah. Mm. They'll be coming soon, I think, through this relationship, a um, special bonobo fund out of the green juice mm -hmm. sales. So remember that. Ding!
I'm trying to get in favor with Dr. Susie, everyone. So please order now. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that was a good little promo. So, uh, so here we are uh, in Bonoboville, and it's time for Bonoboville Communion. Ding! Oh, my goodness. So tonight we have two choices because our friend Ron Jeremy was here last week. And he brought Ron de Jeremy rum, spiced rum. I know. He was quite incredible. I saw that episode. You oh did see that God. episode. I couldn't and keep my eyes off it. Some people it were saying that Ron was dead, and Ron definitely <laughs> proved he was very much alive. No. <laughs> alive and kicking, or, or thrusting, we should alive say. And alive thrusting. and thrusting. Yeah. So we have uh, Ron de Jeremy spiced rum, and we have, of course, dirty tequila. You know, which is uh, a favorite here at um, that's a tough at choice. The in I say both. I vote for both. Both. Where's okay. Okay. Well, then you're just going to have to do two Bonoboville. You're going to mix them together or two different shots. I would. Okay. I think mixing them together would be really hot. Yeah. Okay. So, um, dark rum, huh? Okay. Let's see. That guy, uh, <coughs> Ron mm-hmm. ate all my birthday cake last time I met him. By the way. Ron ate all your birthday cake. He does that. That's yeah. that's considered that he considers yeah. that his present to yeah. you. That yes. that would be yes. his present would be to drink yes. all your birthday cake. <laughs> all right. So uh, so would you prefer Ron to Jeremy rum or dirty I'm, I, tequila? I'm actually intrigued by the dirty <laughs> since I was watching the ad on it earlier. I know. Yes, <laughs> dirty tequila is very intriguing it is. and very delicious, which is why we call it dangerously delicious dirty tequila. So, um, so let's see. So you want a combination, is that right? I would do whatever the, everyone else is doing because I, if, as long as I don't miss out on, yeah. <laughs> Are you, okay, everyone else, there isn't really isn't that many other people doing this. So um, <laughs> Anthony is okay. going to take dirty tequila. Here, this is Anthony's. That's Anthony's. Okay. Now, would you like all gir- dirty tequila or half dirty tequila? I would just really be thrilled to have a little bit of each. Okay, yeah, so please. Yeah, here goes the dirty Jeremy. tequila. Thank Whoops. you so much. And that's a little more than half, so that's okay, though. Yeah, that's um, perfect. Because then a little and, bit of Ron uh, de Jeremy. And now we <laughs> we have a little bit of Ron de Jeremy. <laughs> that was quite the episode. Oh, okay, Look, there we go. It looked like it felt good to the gorgeous girl sure that was receiving it last Okay, week. don't drink it yet. I know. No, you can touch I know, it. I know, I know. Okay. So, um, nice mirror. So that's a real rum that's distributed. Hmm. Ron it's a Jeremy. real rum, uh, a r- as opposed to just <laughs> a rum that like that is just like one that plays one on TV. Well, as opposed bra- to branded fake by rum. Ron Jeremy um, in the you can get it at the liquor store. The liquor uh, store. <laughs> can you get it at the liquor store? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I I I know that you. It's 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 out and about. I I don't know if you can get it at oh a liquor gosh, store. I would so think funny. that would be yeah. impressive. Now we had a guest on last week, Anka uh, Radica. Radikovic, uh, mm-hmm. author of The Wild Girls Gorgeous Club. Girl. Mm-hmm. Yes, and funny, and uh, she thought that it should have a picture of Ron's dick on the cover, but then it definitely would not be available at your liquor store, right? Yeah. That's so, funny. it has his face. I don't usually friend cock pictures. I have to have a face. Right, the <laughs> cock <laughs> pictures are funny. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Okay, so, um, so let's see. So now we have the... Um, you know, Kiva. this is communion. 
And you didn't grow up. Did you grow up Catholic or uh, what Buddhist. did you grow up? Buddhist. Buddhist. Yeah, right, Buddhist. of course. You grew up in Vietnam or something? I was born in Vietnam, but I came here when I was three, so I don't really remember anything. But my, I was raised uh, Buddhist for my parents. Do they do any kind of communion, Buddhists? Um, you know, we uh, every year we would do like the Chinese New Year. Yeah. You know, and, and also the... Is there uh, a ritual? Yeah, I mean, you, you worship the dead. A drinking ritual? You know, you wor- no worship. drinking ritual. getting somewhere with this. Yeah, well, you worship <laughs> the dead or, you know, your, your dead uh, um, relatives, you know. Yeah. So, but, you know, you mm-hmm. eat Worshiping your that. dead relatives. Yeah. I don't know if that's so sexy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there is a little bit of that in Catholic communion because you are ingesting the body and the blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. so that's kind of a yep. dead relative who's, yep. you know, right. or not so dead. The undead, <laughs> zombie Jesus, <laughs> we love you. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> oh my, gosh. Uh, my dad was a minister too, so this really fits. But your dad was a minister, yeah, a, a Quaker, a Quaker, yeah. Quaker minister, right? So. Quakers don't do real communion like uh, Catholics or even Buddhists. They they sit there and they just think about communion. <laughs> right? Uh, maybe that's what it looks like. But what are you really doing? Silently. Are you really like squeezing and releasing your PC muscles so you're having an orgasm? Should be. Yeah, that would be great. While you're sitting a there in your pew. Use of that time in your pew. <laughs> oh, I, I love that word, pew. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, so it's, um, it's the last show of June if you're tuned in live. Okay. And what is the theme for June? It is busting out all over. June is busting out all over. Okay. Okay. Can we have a little busting out? A little bit of busting. You will uh, see something revealed here that isn't uh, what you expected, probably. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not going to say it isn't what I expected, but it's great. Thank you, Dr. Susan. I appreciate that. You have a beautiful I have body. a beautiful body. And you have a magnificent body created from green drinking. <laughs> it's true. I've drank a good fair of my share of greens lately. And isn't it great? Because she's really 140 years old. So she looks fantastic. Yes. Absolutely. It's only 140. All right. And so, uh... I am going to um, come over here to do a little Bonoboville communion, if you don't mind. I mean, you can show your tits, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That is gorgeous. Anthony wins. June is busting out all over. Why cover it back? (laughs) Hey, right. It's hot. Take your shirt off. (laughs) Please. It's a sacred thing, too. I mean, we are acknowledging Buddhism here. Yeah, it's Quaker witch. I'm a witch, a Wiccan. You right. are a doctor yeah, of sexology. Ah, seriously? Yes, yeah, seriously. Who encourages yeah, everyone yeah, yeah, to feel yeah. good, an ethical yeah, hedonist. Yeah, yep. Take it off. Are yep. you here by permission of your yeah, family? Because yeah, yeah, can we we're, maybe we're touch you? In here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Right? <laughs> Beautiful! Woohoo! Okay, so which one is yours? Oh, this one is yours. And this is yours. Uh-oh. And this is mine. I'm going to come drink it over there. But I'm going to come over here. Very nice. And uh, that. Darling girl. Oh, my. Me, oh, my. This right. And I know, I, I know. I remember you girl. said that it hurt a little bit on. on it hurt a little bit. 
Oh yeah, because she's rubbing the salt in. I'm not rubbing I'm it like- in. I'm sprinkling <laughs> it. Okay, that's called a sprinkle. A sprinkle. She's like being Annie nicer this sprinkle. week. That's Let's one hope of our I themes. Did something right, right all week. Okay. Tried to. <laughs> Here we go. Or last week. Uh, oh my goodness, Dr. Susan, you are walking your talk, lady. Yum! I love salt. Mm. All right, oh, Anthony, I'm going to have one up of you. She too. loves the salt. All right. uh, <laughs> here we go. Woo! I got the tattoo one. Oh. Ah. All right. No. I have done my Bonoboville communion. I am ready <laughs> uh, oh, for the ready. blood oh. of Jesus, Allah, Buddha, Rama, Dhamma, Yama, whatever, um, <laughs> or my lover, the earth. Nice. Oh, it's amazing. Ooh. No, no, no. You're going to have to get another one. Okay. Oh, we you're supposed to. Up. You're, you're supposed to actually lick the nipple first. I did the licking. You didn't oh. do any licking yet. <laughs> you have to lick a nipple. No, you don't have to put your shirt on. Okay. If anyone's no, watching shirt this off. from okay. my public life, just okay. close your eyes for a minute. Okay. And thanks. Okay. Now. Um, are you going next? You could. I should wait behind you because we could in the privilege line. I have to set my white no, privilege aside. No, don't. Just oh. go for it. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> the tattoo side, because he's gonna pull down his shirt any second now. Yeah. Mm. Wait, they come into the microphone, please. I mean, first talk into the microphone. It's the first time my Phoenix has got a body shot. Really? <laughs> well, it's about time. Well, body shot with a drink. All right. Now you may have your mix of Ron to Jeremy and Dirty Tequila. I was going to come around to you, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go side, ahead. Come around sweetheart. to me. I oh, think well, that you know, only that deserves I will not happening. I'm not stupid. I think I'd miss this chance. Come, come, come. Oh, my come. gosh. Come, okay. come. Come, come. Come, come, come. Here she comes. Raw, vegan, princess, goddess, slave. What are you, what are you trying to do? Oh, you're trying to... Oh, she likes to get in a pinch, the little bitch. It's, it's hard enough. No, I am. I'm going to let you. Don't bite, though. Just lick. Be nice. She's a nasty one. She's asking for a spanking is what she's doing. Bitch, nigga, you don't want no drama. I'm worth a couple commas. Is death before the sauna. Last king come sign up. All my shit be designer. Extraordinary drama. Uh, that's nice. Ah, uh, she did a fake bite, which was nice. It was good. I'm a sissy. Mm. But I'll give you a little spank on your butt with my Jux leather flogger. Just because you were naughty to begin with. Very, very naughty. That pinch, that pinch. Oh, my goddess. Okay. We Thank you, are Dr. Susan. communing. It is deep. With uh, <laughs> Cece Cummins. That was transcendent. Anthony Wynn. <laughs> and uh, it's very transcendent. Are you, you feeling transcendent? Absolutely. Did you like the dirty tequila? I liked it. I'll have another. 
Yeah. You have to lick a nipple for that. You could lick your friend's nipple if you want. (laughs) I mean, you could lick any nipple you want, but you have to lick a nipple for it. If it's ethical. Yeah, yeah, you do. I know. He's... he's, uh, (laughs) I was always recommended to read The Ethical Slut Book by my operators. Yes, they were on my show when the book first came out, Dossie Easton and the other one. Um, and it's, uh, it's a great book, you know, good for yeah. sluts like us. Yeah. Oh, right on. Oh, yeah. yes. Woo! Dr. Susie. All right. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we're, we're winding up the show, although we, we were hearing that, is, is there any word on the Dane Cross and, uh, Emma Snow entrance? Mm. Is that happening or not? Can anyone tell me? Are they on their way? Are they? They are not. They're too far. They are too mm. far. Okay, they'll come some other time, yeah. and that's cool because we're almost out of time, and uh, so you know, um, you know, Max, do you want to get on a mic? Do we have anything final to uh, impart? Get a mic for Max. Thank you to the people that tuned in to see me here. It's, I'm really excited. Um, well, you know, if they tuned in to see you and if they're actually watching, they should see more of you. So you should show your tits again. You can again. see a little bit more June of me. June is busting out If anyone over. did, please give a thumbs up to Dr. Susan and say it's from CCE because she I'm getting all the perks over here. The eco-sexual, <laughs> topless, raw, vegan, kind of nice. I slave keep it girl. So we want to help support the bonobos while we do it. Like get healthy. And yes, then, and and if anyone wants to tune in more about the slave girl part, you're free to call on the show. And slave ask, girl because part. I was a slave girl for five years. I'm not really like that right now. I don't have that relationship. Uh, but I support other right. In fact, ones you're a very bad that. girl. <laughs> you need <laughs> to be punished. I'm about to be hired for as another one though. Maybe uh, I don't know. We'll that nipple know. biting deserves we'll a spanking. See. I know. <laughs> okay, so it. Max, yes, come back. I'm to here. Us. I'm here. I'm here. Sex. I'm here. here. Annie Sprinkle's first publisher, Prince Maximilian Lubkovitsky Lubkovitsky makes the makes that loud noise every night on the bed. I think that's him. I can hear all through the building. And so, uh, (laughs) so ecosex has been our subject tonight. We learned a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we're going to try to be more ecosexual. It's part of being an ethical hedonist or an ethical slut. You know, to both uh, do things that are that do sexual things that are good for you and good for your partner and partners and good for the earth, whether you consider your mama or your lover. Right on. <coughs> oh, the way you cleared your throat, I thought you were going to say something. No. Okay, so if you want to know more about that, you should read Ecosex by Stephanie Iris White. And, uh, I mean, Weiss. 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 Mm-hmm. I was turning her into she a shiksa. She's actually phone. a hebe. Uh, right. <laughs> She's a hebe, and I'm a dweeb. And, and yeah, and and you should also join Bonoboville because Woo-hoo! we're constantly yes, posting stuff needs about to that. Join Say Bonoboville hi to us. Now. Say hi to me too, because I'm on it too. In fact, uh, we just posted something from um, from one of our bonobos. Abe sent us an, an article about how McDonald's and Pfizer are now joining forces. So that, you know, when you eat your hamburger, you also uh, get the drugs that will help you to process the hamburger uh, in your system. Yeah. And also, the heart, you know, like, uh, well, it's like all of these Pradaxa. things. Pradaxa. Yeah. A <laughs> six, Pradaxa. $650 million judgment against them because hundreds of people are bleeding to death. Mm. Okay. Yikes. I stopped taking it because I'm yes. a sissy. 
<laughs> well, you know, you know, you, you, you have to. And that's no. another thing about that's being necessary. ecosexual. No, it is not necessary. Part of the problem is that, you know, you get sick in this society and then you go to a doctor and they give you all these drugs that they're basically getting paid to give you. Right. They are corporately sponsored pharmaceutical pushers. And they give them to you, and maybe they work, maybe they don't. They certainly have side effects. And you have to use that consciousness we were talking about. Right you have on. to be conscious exactly. of what you're taking, how it affects your body, how it affects your sex life, because they don't care if you have no sex life. Right. And they don't care if you're in pain, really. They just want to give you these drugs, you know, and there's a lot of that for heart conditions, for, uh, uh, for high blood pressure, that really pulls people down and and a lot of the Thank i mean you, you know yes. we have some great doctors from usc but there's a lot of people including my clients who are constantly telling me because i'm a sex therapist that the drugs that they take for their depression for their uh their high blood pressure just ruin their sex drive exactly and if that's yeah. the case that's a I've sign seen it too Mm -hmm. In my 20s, they tried to give me that and told me I was manic bipolar and oversexed. Which you are. Addicted to and sex. you are. And those are all true. <laughs> it's like, I just like sex more than you. That's and, all. And you do. You yeah. know, it doesn't mean That's I'm true. sick yeah. in a bad way. No. Uh, anyway. Thank you, Dr. Susan. Thank you. Uh, anyway, it's better to be that way than taking call. all those drugs because they kill you. I, took, I got rid of all my, yeah. my medicines. Pretty much. Right and my on. blood pressure dropped. Right uh, after your treatments, you, you, they yeah. give you a lot of pharmaceuticals oh. to follow up with. Oh, yeah. I, I could hardly. Yeah, I, I actually, yeah, they offered to give me, after my uh, uh, chemotherapy treatments, they, they wanted to give me more drugs. After. Re yeah, uh, yeah. And I, 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 I rejected yeah. it. I was like, no, I don't want it. I said, uh, do you have so some acid? Good for you. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, that's acid. not I against said, all acid? drugs. Oh, but but no, <laughs> they didn't have no <laughs> fucking acid. Try some I, uh, of this green juice, um, yeah. Max. I, I all they had is Pradaxa. Too, just as a... Yeah. As a food that's high nutrient dense and nutrient no, I, I rich. And yeah, Lipitor, that's another one. That's oh, that's Lipitor, from uh, yes. that's from Pfizer. They're putting right. Lipitor in the McDonald's hamburgers. No, so that, no, I'm, that's just oh. a joke. <laughs> just but, a joke. You know, <laughs> it, it seems to go together. You know, we eat that food, and then of course we. Well, they give out so many problems. drugs. They give out so many drugs that the water you're drinking yeah. is full of drugs. Yeah. Uh huh. And by the way, that's another thing in uh, in Stephanie's book is about the drugs we take and how the water and including. Uh, birth control pills that uh, yes, just mutate the all the fish. Yeah, uh, that's where you're, you're dealing with GMO. Sucks. You know all that. A and lot it, and that, of all that is like uh, you got to consider like uh, these farm-raised uh, like foods. If you can, um, just don't do take them. Eat it. You know, don't uh, don't try not to eat the farm-raised. Uh, Food. Yeah, but if you eat the stuff that's raised in the in the Pacific Ocean, it's all well, no, actually, you know, yeah, it's actually nuclear it radiation, radiation yeah, from, from Fukushima. Fukushima. Actually, yeah. some well, of the uh, farm raised covered that are even more toxic than the yeah, they're more toxic, toxic fish. That's right, I agree. With I Max. ate a peach the other day, delicious peach, oh, by the way. You. No, peach, no, this peach, peach was weird. <laughs> this is a weird peach. It's 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 all peach. There's no bruises. There's it's not round. It's made. In a shape that fits right into the package, and it's, oh. it's it looks creepy. like a, it looks like a bagel. Creepy, but yeah. I must admit it tastes good. Uh, you know, and that's oh. one of the problems <laughs> with this stuff is it tastes okay and to our taste buds. Don't be ruled by your taste buds. You know, um, okay, right on. Except when it comes to sex. Okay. okay. <laughs>
And you're if so you sexy. need a refrigerator. Oh, my gosh, oh so yes. Yeah. If, if you, you need, need a refrigerator, refrigerator, by the way, for all this organic food you're, 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 pro- you're putting getting, in there. you got to go to mm. Nice Buy Appliance, okay? okay. Nice Buy I Appliance. I will do that. Yeah, they're they're right there in uh, where are they? They're, nice they're right there. Buy appliance. Uh, they're in they're in the East Bay. I mean the, the, East, the South, Bay. South Bay. South right, Bay. East right. Bay is up in Berkeley. And they'll yeah, fix your your stuff too. Yeah, they're they're in Torrance, I think. They're they'll, in they'll fix your appliances, and mm. also for all That's the great. women out there who want a big vibrator, they got some washing machines for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You could just sit on it, uh, push yeah, your yeah. abdomen. It's a, it's a good thing for couples too. You know, you put the woman on the vo- on the on the washing machine, and then the guy can. <laughs> it's very sustainable. Well, it's an old 1950s vibrator. Yeah. That's what all the women did. Well, they the still 50s. do it. Though. They still They're do that. Not just the 1950s. Yeah. They were yeah. just doing that a lot in the 1950s because they didn't have other vibrators. No, and they had the washing machines were down in the basement. Well, they so still you, are. They, went, they yeah. still are. Well, ours really? is in the garden. Oh. But. <laughs> Anyway, we're here in Bonoboville, brothers and sisters. Come join us. Join now. Yeah, right? join Bonoboville. <clears throat> Cece is a member of Bonoboville. Right. If you're an artist <laughs> or if you've been on the show or if you're a, an alumni of, uh, of the Speakeasy downtown, it's all free for you. Okay? You can join for free. If, uh, if you have a little money and you own a yacht and that kind of stuff, then you should pay four ninety five a month. Okay? <laughs> all right? Okay. All right. So... Uh, Say hi to me on, on Bonoboville.com, please, because I have a group there about these green smoothies as well on Bonoboville. <coughs> so, hey. Okay. So um, I'm going to do one final um, go-through of the promo. Okay. Okay. Before we end. Okay. okay. So are we ready for that, folks? Promo. 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 Okay. Yes. Here it goes. So uh, let's see. Where's my guy here? I think this is take nine. Turn off the rest of the microphones. Hi, I'm Dr. Susan Block, and I've just written a new book called The Bonobo Way, inspired by my love of the make love, not war, great apes. You know, the ones that have a lot of sex. Ah, In a bonobo sutra of positions, including face-to-face, just like two people in love. Mm. But it's not just how bonobos have sex. It's how they use sex to prevent murder and war, really. Bonobos have never been seen killing each other in the wild or captivity. They practice what I call peace through pleasure. And it's uh, with the females gently dominating the very happy, very sexually satisfied males. Bonobos are special, partly because, well, they just are. And partly because they're so close to us. You know, almost 99% genetically similar to us. When it comes to being human or even just humane, mm, bonobos can teach us a lot. Which brings me to us, and specifically to you. Is your inner bonobo yearning to swing free? Mm. Would you like to tap into the hot, natural sex energy within you? Bet you would. So you can better enjoy the pleasures of life and cope with the pain. Mm. You know, the pain. Bonobos help you with that. They help you to find greater lust 
greater trust and better anger management. That's right. And who doesn't need that? So get the book, learn the Bonobo way, and you'll be glad you did. And then you'll want to join Bonoboville, a new global village for Bonobo lovers and friends. And one last thing. The real bonobos are highly endangered, so a portion of all book sales go to bonobo conservation groups working to save the wild bonobos from extinction. So read the bonobo way and learn why this could be the most important eco-sexual movement of our times and improve your love life. You know you need it. All right, brothers and sisters. Make like bonobos, not baboons. Be ecosexual. Make love. You know, masturbation's very ecosexual. Doesn't even involve anybody. You know, you know, just uh, make love to someone you love tonight, even if that someone is you. Yay! I love you. Need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, okay. your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role play for you, fantasize with you. No fantasy is too taboo. And help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web. <laughs>